Hey, it's the Home Medic. You're listening to the series on addicts. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. I'm Garth Haslam, the Home Medic, and you're Heidi Hansine. Good morning. You were Heidi Hansine yesterday. <laughs> I'm still Heidi Hansine. And a uh, pretty good chance that uh, I think we know who you're going to be tomorrow. <laughs> the subject on this one is your attic itself. We have some good stories. We have fun stories today. I don't know if I want to share mine or not. But <laughs> we want to talk about physical entry into the attic because there's a thousand ways for a person to land in the hospital. There is, and it's so sad when these kind of things happen. So I was doing an inspection. This has been a couple of years ago, and I had my client go up with me. He followed me up into the attic. And I was moving my way across the attic as, as a careful person should be. And next thing I know, I turn around and my client is just walking across the attic floor to me like it was on the kitchen floor. <laughs> he had failed to realize that that was not a kitchen floor and that if you don't step in the right place, you're standing on sheetrock. Right. And you're trying to step from board to board and he didn't follow you. <laughs> it just so happened that he was moving across the garage uh, and they had actually placed plywood, but he was going to a place that did not have plywood. And so I had to very quickly notify him that he was about to die. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't good. If you feel the need to get up into your attic, and there's a thousand reasons to do so, but if you don't feel comfortable getting up there, don't do it. Hire somebody. Good advice. Let them be the ones to die. <laughs> now, another story that I have, I was in an attic kind of moving around from brace to brace. And again, in that particular one, we had the client up there. I don't generally have the client go any further than the ladder, but he was up there on that one too. We had a contractor there with, and I was moving around. Stepped on a cross brace, and that is a two by four that is located between a set of rafters. Right. That was the stupidest thing I could do. Really? Because that brace was not meant for my 200 pounds. And as soon as I stepped on that, I was on a one-way trip to the sheetrock below and then the, the living space below that. Oh, really? It was going to be about a 13, 14-foot fall. Wow. And I was going head first very quickly. Not quite sure how that happened. But I'm going to credit my frisbee skills <laughs> you reached out and grabbed the rafter or because something i here? reached out quickly i grabbed the rafter with my left arm and somehow i managed to hook it with my left foot and so i didn't fall wow it was an experience i did ended up i did end up uh, bleeding a little and humiliated a lot but I managed to finish the inspection anyway, and I tried to hide the, uh, the bleeding and the humiliation from the people <laughs> that I thought might not have seen it. So look for the rafters, not for the little cross pieces. Yeah, so the, the point that I would like you to take away from this is I'd like you to treat an attic similar to being on a ladder. Three points of contact is the safety rule. Mm. So basically, we all have two arms and two hands. Yeah. And at any given moment, you want three of those four limbs well, that's a good rule. to be in firm contact with something structural that can hold your weight. So if you're standing, you just have your hand reaching up on the side, or how, how do you do that? 
Yeah, standing up there grabbing, grabbing a part of the rafters so that if maybe you're taking a step and the rafter beneath your left, let's say you're taking a step with your right foot, let's say the rafter with your left foot goes out from under you or you slip or whatever, you've got two hands that are going to hold your weight. Well, that's a good rule, rule of thumb. Three points of contact that the attic is a very good way to die. So I want you to be very careful up there. Now, another one of my stories. This is an awesome one. I got up into one of the attics, and parents, this is another reason why you should at least poke your head up there occasionally. <laughs> I have seen anything from beer bottles to needles up there. Oh. And one of the meth houses that I got into, they were actually doing something that they call hot boxing. Apparently, if you get high in a hotter space, then your high is better. Really? And there is no place in the house better than an attic for heat. I mean, that gets into, you know, it's 150 degrees up there. You could you cook an egg up there in the summertime. Yeah. It gets yeah. hot. So they had actually laid out a blanket across, without actually doing any sort of a plywood sheet, they laid out a blanket <laughs> across the insulation and put speakers up there so they could be... Uh, entertained by the speakers while they were being high. Whoa, right on top of the sheetrock. Crazy. Yeah. Good idea to get your head up there and just take a look <laughs> at what's going around. So you found the blanket. Yeah, I, I found the remains of a blanket, and I think that would be so uncomfortable I wouldn't care how high I was. That's just not going to be entertaining. <laughs> I hope we're not giving any of the teens any ideas, but <laughs> they're not usually ambitiously trying to repair their homes, so we're probably safe. <laughs> There's some other things that I find people just uh, put up there and forget, too. And so I, I want to have the attic be on your radar as a homeowner and as a parent. Now, I, uh, there's one other reason why I say that, too, and that's one of your personal stories. <laughs> yeah, I hate, to, I hate to confess this one, but I will <laughs> just for fun. So when we were in elementary school, I don't, I don't remember what prompted us to do this, but I do remember climbing up into the attic with a few little snacks. We, had, we were living in an older home, probably at least 100 years old at that time, and the, en the attic entrance was in the hallway, and again, I don't recall exactly how we got up there, but I believe we put a ladder up through the hatch and then pulled the ladder up behind us. And we just hung out up there all day, sloughing school and trying to stay really quiet so that when my mom came near us, she couldn't hear any little noises pitter-pattering on the roof. <laughs> so you've got these little fourth-grade munchkins up there. How many of you were, uh, were sloughing school Three of us. It was myself and my brother and, a, and my best friend at the time. And, and let me tell you, it was boring. Yeah, I would imagine. I, I, I'm sure that there's no, there, even your worst day of school would have to be better than a, than a hangout in the attic well, for six it, hours. Uh, it was so boring, but I think we actually did it twice. So it took us <laughs> twice to realize it was totally boring. So again, as a parent, you're going to think, oh my uh, gosh, I don't need my kids up in the attic stepping across sheetrock and falling down. Right. And then you got the hospital visit. So maybe you just want to be a little bit careful about how accessible the attic may be. If you got that suspicion your kids may be doing that. Maybe you control where the ladders are. Right. <laughs> you got to love a kid and, and, uh, and their brain damage. There's, I think we're, <laughs> we're all guilty of that. Oh, I don't know what I was thinking. Again, the attic hatch itself, I want you to just take a look at that. So many things in, in a home that we just don't ever see. The attic hatch itself is one of them. 
do you have an attic hatch that actually is accessible? If it doesn't seal, in other words, if you've got holes in your attic hatch or if it doesn't really cover things very well, you could get critters in from down there. You are definitely going to get heat from the attic through an open attic hatch. For sure. You can feel it coming down, and in fact, get when that you open the hatch. Yeah, it, you open those hatches and you can feel the heat. That's going to be coming down into your living space in the summer and, of course, the cold air in the winter. I have a story about some teenage girls, college students, that I walked into their home and they were all wearing coats. <laughs> and I asked them why they were wearing coats. They said, well, we can't afford our heat bill, so we just wear coats all the time. Really? The place smelled like baby diapers. So we went ahead and did the inspection, and we noticed at the very end of the inspection that there was no attic hatch cover at all. Oh. And not only that, so we were getting all that downdrafting. There's no way yeah. they could, even with the furnace going full-time all the time, there's no way they could keep up with that. Yeah, that's just outside air coming in. So again, the $10 fix would have been, you know, go buy some sheetrock and make yourself an attic hatch. But they totally didn't even think of that it <laughs> just wasn't something that was on their radar yeah and then to make matters more interesting the baby diaper smell that we smelled in there and of course all these girls were single had no kids right turns out the baby diaper smell was because pigeons were getting into the attic oh i bet they could i bet they were so grateful to hear the good news yeah. and there were actually some solutions here <laughs> <laughs> i think it puked them all out the the floor the insulation of the attic was just covered with bird feces oh that is nasty and then you have the random dead bird or the egg oh, or what have goodness. you so they probably had contaminated air from all of that so not they were breathing poorly. They were living in a very cold atmosphere. They were wearing coats, and they were paying, I'm still, huge heating bills just because they didn't have an attic hatch cover. Wow, and that's usually just a piece of sheetrock, yeah. right? Yep. Rough cut? Yep. Yeah, a <laughs> With dollars. a $2 saw. <laughs> <laughs> they could have even, if they didn't want to spring for, for the cost of a saw, they could have done it with a steak knife this know. this whole ten to ten thousand dollar fix fascinates me because it really is absolutely true very much so so i would like you to be aware of your attic hatch as well if it seals and if you got insulation above it uh, these are things that as a homeowner you're going to want to stay on top of okay that'll wrap it up for this particular segment you are now master of your mansion even if your mansion is just a teepee in the uh, forest. If you need more information, you can always go to my website, homemedicusa.com. That's homemedicusa.com. If you need a pro, if you need somebody who I would recommend and be proud to recommend to you, please give me a try. If you need just anybody, try Google. And finally, be you, everybody else, yeah, they're taken. <laughs>